The Hundred Marathon Club by Darren Smith Not every race can be an A race. There are good races, there are bad races, and there are okay races. You can't run 12 months of the year and just have good ones. The beautiful races with stunning scenery and fantastic organisation and an epic medal. Effectively the Gal Gadot of races. Fresh-faced and genuinely beautiful inside and out. Sometimes you get the Dot Cotton of races. Tired, miserable, moaning the whole time with a fag hanging out of its mouth, lamenting over her wayward son and husband. And so for this podcast, I shall combine two races to illustrate this perfectly, starting with number 30. Can't Stop the Running 2, 21st of October 2018. I don't remember much about this one, other than that the Race HQ was a rowing club, and as I looked around, I noticed a lot of familiar faces that I recognised from both SVN and Phoenix races. It was virtually the same crowd who also run Saturn running events, including this Trolls the Movie-themed race weekend. And I was joining them in running marathons organised by all three timed lap race companies based in the southeast. It gave me some sort of closure, especially given some of this year's DNSs were with Saturn running too. The biggest ask for this, my 11th marathon of the year, despite all the misfiring at half a dozen races leading into it, was trying to get my dear dear friend Matt Bowman one of the medals for his son, who was a massive fan of the Trolls movie. Matt even offered to pay and run a virtual lap just to get one, but no, they wouldn't play ball. So baby Bowman went without. The race also had shorter laps than the other ones I had completed up until now. 3.28 miles is basically a park run, and it did fall nicely into my marathon analogy that a marathon is basically eight park runs and then a walk to the pub afterwards. The eight park runs in this case being along the River Thames, starting in Egham at the Raysbury Skiff and Punting Club, along the south bank of the Thames, under a motorway bridge, past a sewage treatment plant was that, that was the genuine highlight of the route, and then turning around and heading back again after hitting the bridge into Staines. It was not exciting in any way. It was not memorable. In fact, I've had to go back to the blog twice to find something to write about. It was what it was, though. A small field race that I was running alone, a a lap race up and down the Thames with a more than generous cut-off. The next one, though, to close off the year and complete my second 12 in 12 would be epic in comparison. If ever you were going to go out with a bang... Finishing a major personal achievement like the 12 Marathons in 12 Months Challenge, then you need a freaking big bang. 
Finishing 2017's 12 in 12 at a small local lap race was a million miles away from the trumpets and fireworks finish I thought it deserved. So it fell largely flat for me despite the effort put in. This year, 2018, would be different. And so I returned to... Number 31. The Athens Marathon. 11th of November 2018. The original marathon. The authentic marathon. The first marathon that I would run twice. And this time around... I was bringing the team. Joining me for their first experience of the sheer epic nature of Athens was Louis, Darsen, Jenny, Keith and Emma and I had gotten the band back together for this one. And they were in for a treat. All the history, all the symbolism and all the little details and touches that made me love Athens so much in 2016. They would get to experience firsthand and then some. For in 2018 there was added emotion and determination because wildfires had destroyed part of the farming area through which we would run. The government had not supported the people who had lost everything, their livelihoods and tragically loved ones. The race donated to their support fund and the race buff, which was green, bore messages of solidarity. And, as it was green, they said that we would become a running forest of trees moving through the desolation as the tearful locals cheered us on. This was not lost on the team who, from the off, appreciated and celebrated where we were and what we were about to do. We met up after the expo enjoyed, and enjoyed a meal in a harbour outside the city at a wonderful little restaurant called The Four Brothers. If ever you get there, you must check it out. Check it out. We were relaxed and happy. It was the highlight of everyone's race year and I was glad to be sharing it with such good friends. And much like Greece and Greece 2, the sequel rarely surpasses the original. But on this occasion, it did, and I will tell you why. Despite my disappointment with my own performance, which we will come to in due course, and is normally something that I have to talk about, the others had the epic race experience that I wanted for them. Something that, that would stay long in the memory, and would be unlike anything they would have run before, or likely run again. Unless, of course, they did what I did and signed up again. Something Lewis and Darsen seriously considered. But back to how I did. I learned my lesson from 2016, when I got sunburned after tossing my free cap away. This time, I kept it on the whole way around, or at least until the end, when I swapped it for the forest buff when the sun finally hid behind the clouds. But I did choose the wrong vest, making the schoolboy error of wearing an untested piece of kit on race day. It rubbed me raw. No matter how much Vaseline I slathered on my underarms and nipples, they, it rubbed me to a point of looking like I was made out of corned beef. The shoes on the other hand, or other foot, were mostly okay, 
Again, they were untested in race conditions, or over this distance anyway, and one of them did wear a big blister into one heel, but other other than that, they were comfortable. And the rest, well... It was pretty much a repeat of 2016 for me. The race photo taken with the team by the Olympic Flame in the amphitheatre in Marathon. Photos of guys dressed as Romans and Spartans. Stopping at statues of Phaeopides, Phaeopides, whatever his name was, doffing their caps to the man who started it all. My advice of wearing a safety pin to help you wear an olive branch given to you by the locals near the Marathon Museum was followed at least by Jenny, who got the full Greek marathon experience and ended up dancing with elderly locals as we passed through small villages. I petted a kitten at one point. We ran through a village with a stray dog until it lost interest with us and ran off. I ran into local shops twice to purchase ice-cold drinks and a, and a Greek flag, as you do. Um, we stopped at 11.11 for a minute silence for Remembrance Sunday. And I ran the race 10 minutes slower than 2016, which was disappointing, as 2016 was at the height of my PF. And But I took it easier than before. Anyway, this weekend wasn't about me. My desire to signal the end of my second 12 in 12 in style went by the wayside on on the 30 kilometer uphill slog in brilliant Greek sunshine. I still got the amazing stadium finish. And when I caught up with the others, they all say they loved it and got a bit emotional at the stadium at the end. So we drank to our sunburn, raising glasses of ouzo to our chafe, and made the most of our time together in the home of long-distance running. I felt better, strong, and more confident in my running. I had celebrated my second 12 in 12. I think everyone should celebrate their achievements. They may feel that what they do is small, small potatoes compared to others. But it isn't. It is all relative. And to be honest, I don't know how long I will keep running. Sure, in 2017 and 2018, when I did 12 in 12, I suffered from a lot of chest colds and a couple of knee injuries. I'm not getting any younger. I missed a lot of races that should have added a good 10 extra marathons to the list. But you can't control everything. All you can do is make the most of opportunities given to you. 31 marathons and above in 38 months was pretty remarkable to me. Sure, none of them were really fast or pretty according to the race photos. But I had a goal and it felt like I could go on and achieve it. But time was running out. I added an extra level of complexity to my challenge. I wanted to complete 100 marathons or above and join the 100 Marathon Club before the end of my 50th year. I took up running in 2012, aged 39, and I ran my first marathon in 2015, aged 42. At the time that I finished my second running of Athens, I was 45 
and only on 31 marathons. And therefore I needed to run 69 in five years. And if I was to meet this goal, I needed to run more than a simple 12 in 12. For me to hit my target, I needed to up my game.